DW60's Press Row is sponsored by Brandon Boudreau and Love the Mouse Travel. Brandon can help you plan the right time for you and your family to visit the Walt Disney World Resort. Make vacationing stress-free by letting Brandon guide you through all the new policies and other changes like park reservations, My Disney Experience, virtual queue navigation, resort and dining recommendations, and much more. Brandon can even help you save money by applying new promotions after booking if they can be applied to your trip. And the best part about having Brandon help you plan your magical vacation is that it's completely free. So what are you waiting for? Start planning your magical vacation today by calling 228-348-1225 or send an email to brandon at lovethemousetravel.com. More information can be found on his Facebook page. Just search for Brandon at Love the Mouse Travel. And make sure to use reference code DW60 to let Brandon know we sent you. The following is an original production of the Sorcerer Radio Network. Sorcerer Radio. Howdy, folks. Please keep your hands and arms inside the train and remain seated at all times. Flap some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. I am Buzz Lightyear. Come in peace. Let's make some magic. All right, cut the chatter. You're listening to DW60. Welcome to the program. It is DW60's Press Row. However, you may be listening, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Sorcerer Radio. And now you can listen on Amazon Music. We're glad you're here to find out what is happening at the Walt Disney World Resorts. Jeff and Nicole here with you. Good morning. We are getting closer and closer and closer to the official 50th anniversary of the Walt Disney World Resort. And the news is still coming in hot and heavy. <laughs> Today is September the 24th, 2021. And... As she said, seven days remain. Uh, if you have not gotten tickets to the Walt Disney World Resort and the Magic Kingdom for the 50th, start of the 50th anniversary, you're... I believe you're out of luck. Out of luck. <laughs> uh, but there are still reservation spots available, I believe, for Saturday and Sunday mm-hmm. uh, for you to go. Uh, last week during the show, you know, uh, we had talked about how you were you know, wanting to make a quick trip and yep. do the $42 round trip airline fare and... Mm-hmm. Everything else. And so the next day, uh, Nicole went and checked on, you know, ticket prices to see how much tickets were costing. And uh, once you just give them that little tidbit. Oh, it was about six hundred dollars for two days for two days. <laughs> no park hopper. Just two people, <laughs> two people, two days, it one was park about each. One hundred and thirty dollars per day per person. Goodness. Plus tax mm. uh, came out to I can't remember. It's five ninety or five sixty. Somewhere around there, but closer to $600. And we would have only done what? Magic Kingdom and Epcot. Epcot for the most part. So Yeah, just to see the new fireworks and everything. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm, wow. 
So that put the kibosh on that plan. Yeah. She, she, Real uh, quick. Her, 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 uh, Per- persuasion of, of doing this uh, kind of stopped right then yeah, and there. I was like, well, that was it. She didn't mention it anymore after that. I was like, okay. I was happy in I a way. Turn off earlier this week. I kept getting notifications about like your flight price is only $40. Your flight has increased. Your flight has decreased. Like book now. And I'm like, I had to turn off the notifications. Hey, can they send us the same notification for when we are going? That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. So I was looking, I mean, and that's still under $150. So especially for that time of year too, when we're deciding. Mm-hmm. So very interesting. But like she said, uh, some interesting things going on around the Walt Disney world resort this week and, uh, tell them what's going on. So first we're going to start with a little bit of merch news. Disney parks blog shared this week. You know, we, we talked about there's going to be different collections of merchandise releasing through throughout the 18 months of the 50th anniversary celebration. And Disney Parks blog um, shared this week about the Vault Collection, which is going to be made up of two main categories, which are replica items, which are, you know, those souvenirs from the 70s that were recreated. And then there were inspired by items, which took cues from the retro art and styles and created a collection, they said, of modern and relevant items appealing to guests today. So there's going to be items that were inspired by um, things from the 70s. But. I'm not, go ahead. Oh, oh go well, ahead. you were laughing at me. I was like, what did I do? Yeah, it just made me think of something when you said inspired by. Inspired by? Kind of like Steakhouse 71. Oh, inspired, inspired by. The opening in the seventies of you know yeah. contemporary and, and everything is not from all that, but no, but yeah. So there's going to be replica items that are basically just remakes of you know souvenirs that are hot commodities on say like eBay and stuff, which is kind of going to ruin the market. Which it's kind of funny, but um, but we learned this week that they're going to have their very own place at the marketplace co-op. I believe where the cruise items are now, the Disney Cruise Line items. I think it's going to be in there. Um, there's going to be a vault collection at Disney Springs at the Market Co-op. It says it can take you back to 1971, the moment that you walk through the doors. It says, get ready to be transported back to the 1970s with a nostalgic museum-like display that invites shoppers to learn about the Walt Disney World Resort attractions and resorts. Guests will have a unique opportunity to experience and engage in photo opportunities. There's your Instagram. With vintage props, including carousel horses from Prince Charming's Regal Carousel, replicas of the Orange Bird and the Tiki sculptures, as well as many more props and displays that tell stories from years past. In addition to photo moments, the team has created engaging spaces where you can learn more about Walt Disney World Resort history and things like the Preview Center, the original attractions, and even the opening year resorts. This will also um, partner up with a retro-inspired overlay with the vault collection over at the Main Street Cinema in Magic Kingdom. So the cinema will be filled with vintage photos, colors, and details, including photo-worthy backdrops and props inspired by beloved attractions from Walt Disney World Resort history. Did you ever get to see the Main Street Cinema when it was actually a cinema? I don't know. I did. I want to say maybe like one of my first trips where it was like showing cartoons, Mickey cartoons. Right, right. 
because I mean now of course it is part of the Emporium mm-hmm. and, and that whole you know there's a line of shops and everything but I remember back in like 1984 when oh, I'm I f- thinking across the street on the other side of Main Street so it must not be no no when I walked into Main Street Cinema back then uh, it was oh, wait hold on now yeah. if you're looking at the castle I'm thinking on the right okay on the right I was thinking on the left okay, okay. yeah I see what you're saying yeah was still back then mm-hmm. uh, an actual cinema. Yeah. And there were different, like, penny movies mm-hmm. that you could go up to and you put your eyes in the little spots right. and then you would take the handle and you would crank the handle and it would show you, like, a penny movie. Oh, that's you know, cool. With no sound or anything else. like. Yeah. But then they also had a, just a small, small screen showing various old Disney cartoons at the same time. And uh, they didn't have an animatronic, but there was a mannequin there in the front of the cinema uh, acting like, you know, she was taking tickets, you know, mm-hmm. before you would walk in. Just an old small town, you know, just like Main Street is supposed to be type yeah. cinema yeah, uh, that people got to enjoy. It just doesn't look like that anymore. We have a so. little cinema like that where I'm from called the Blue Mouse. I think. Tiny little movie theater. Yeah. Back home in Arkansas, where I'm from, there is still an operating cinema like that. Mm-hmm. One big, huge room where you show all the movies. Very cool. Yeah, that's how ours was. And they do... Um, Vintage. I can't remember. It's like once a month, the first Thursday or something. They do Rocky Horror. Oh, do they? Yeah. That's cool. I like it's that. It's cool, yeah. yeah. And you can like bring in food and all. It's, it's cool. Oh, they cool let place. you bring stuff in. That's Into that one, yeah. Wow. Um, we also learned this week that the all-star sports resort, you know, we, we got, we said, okay, everything's going to be open by the end of the year. Like where all the resorts are going to reopen. We're moving and grooving. You know, it's going to be so busy for the 50th. And Disney was like, yeah, yeah. Except we're actually not going to reopen all-star sports. <laughs> so just kidding. Uh, they said, we are excited to continue welcoming guests back to our Disney resort hotels, such as the all-star resorts where we recently reopened music and movies but they said that the all-star sports resort will remain closed while we take the opportunity to refresh the sports theme area and we look forward to sharing a new reopening date for rooms at the sports theme at a later time i don't know (laughs) how much time have you had to do this right you know (laughs) no they were waiting to get their money back so they had oh okay all right Uh, They said, if you have an upcoming reservation for All-Star Sports, you will receive communication via email and you'll be instructed to reach out to your travel agent and modify your stay. And no additional charge modification will have no impact to other vacation experiences, um, such as your park reservations or your dining. Oh, that's a good thing. Yeah. They also did make sure to mention that Port Orleans Riverside um, and Port Orleans French Quarter are going to be reopening next month. Um, it says that Riverside opens October 14th and French Quarter reopens October 28th. I did see uh, earlier this week a job posting for the Sasagula boats. Oh, the water taxis. Yep. So yeah. I'm thinking that they're hoping for the boats to be opening with the with the resorts. Because Those are very convenient. Yeah. When I stayed at um, Old Key West, the boats weren't working. Okay. We're like, dang. <laughs> we wanted to take wedding pictures at Port Orleans. We did. We did. Yeah, and then, like, we were like, oh, I'm sure it'll be open. No. Not a nice resort like that? Yeah. Over a year later. <laughs> Disney's like, just now psych. opening. <laughs> Not happening. Oh, just kidding. Yeah. Okay. 
<laughs> Some other really exciting news. I, I'll tell you which one. Well, I want to know at the end of this, what's your favorite okay. of these you're excited for. We learned that dessert parties are going to be returning to the Walt Disney World Resort. Um, the Disney Enchantment pre-party and after party will begin on October 3rd. Um, they're going to have 50th anniversary themed desserts, fruits and cheeses, plus beverages, including beer and wine for guests 21 and older. You will have reserved viewing on the hubgrass. So there's a pre-party and then there's an after party. They're two separate dessert parties. You know, whichever one you choose, you know, if you choose the pre-party, then for you go to your pre-party and then during the fireworks, you'll have reserved viewing on the hubgrass. Um, this is going to be $99 for adults and $59 for children three to nine. Which is kind of, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like that might be a lot, but maybe not. It's been so long since I'm familiar with dessert party pricing. Uh, Let me hear the other one. (laughs) There's a Disney Enchantment Treats and Seats dessert party, which also begins October 3rd. It's going to have the same 50th anniversary themed desserts, fruits, and cheeses with complimentary beverages, including beer and wine. It says you'll also be able to view the new nighttime spectacular from the Tomorrowland Terrace. So you'll have seating, covered seating. So if it's raining, you know, if you've been at the parks all day long and you don't want to stand up in the hub grass, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. can sit, you know. Sure. This one, to have the reserved covered seating and have a seat, is going to be 114 per adult and 69 for children. And you still have to have theme park admission and a park reservation. I'm, I'm, hmm. I don't think it's worth the extra fifteen dollars. So listen to the, the next know, two uh, on that one at least, and see what, see what you think compared to those. Okay. So this one is the celebration at the top fiftieth flavors and fireworks at the Contemporary <laughs> Resort. Right. This one begins October second, and um, it's described as a high energy cocktail party. It's going to feature sushi and small bites. Um, California Grill favorites and desserts, and it'll have a complimentary bar featuring California wines and beers and cordials. You'll be able to view Disney Enchantment from the private California Grill observation deck. And after the show, you go back into the room um, for pedophores, cordials, and coffee to end the night. Um, this is going to be a little nicer because it does going to follow the dress code for California Grill for like a signature dining. You know, so no torn clothing, no torn denim. Um, your T-shirts can't have, like, offensive language or graphics, no swimsuits, stuff like that, no flip-flops. This one is $129 per person, and this one also, you have to pay tax and gratuity. The other ones you don't. So it's a little, it's a little more expensive, but it includes more drinks. It has, you know, more food. You have a viewing at California Grill, kinds of stuff. And then finally, the fairy tale fireworks dessert cruise is coming back. This one began back on September 18th. This one's where you set sail from the TTC aboard one of the ferry boats, and you can enjoy Disney Enchantment from Seven Seas Lagoon. So kind of a uh, interesting experience seeing it from from the ship, from the ferry boat. You'll be able to enjoy a variety of suites, including a build-your-own moose station. They'll have different tarts and cupcakes and beverages. They're also going to have an ultraviolet scavenger hunt around the ferry boat. This one is um, $99 for adults and $69 for children. Out of the first two, I, mm, okay, so 
I would probably go with the enchantment pre-party or after party for $99 if I'm going to do it in the parks. Mm -hmm. But I think what appeals to me more is the celebration at the top. Yeah, that's the one that I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, because I mean... I don't mind dressing up a little bit more for something like this. I think that's kind of nice. You're mm -hmm. getting to enjoy some AC as well. Yeah. While you wait for the show and send, you know, got some uh, different things that you, wines and beers and, and just a lot of different things right. and a wonderful view for the fireworks at the same time. Mm -hmm. You're not fighting crowds. You don't have to fight the crowds to get out and everything else. I like it. I think this would be the perfect end to a non-park day. I think it would, too. Yeah, I yeah, agree. If you're not yeah. spending, you know, $130 on a park ticket for that day, you could spend $130. And I'd say if they're offering sushi and small plates and um, samplings from California Grilled Menu oh, and yeah, all that stuff, yeah. for $129, you could probably fill up. You could. And you're paying an extra, you know... $12 from the one that you could do at the Tomorrowland ter Terrace and you get more. And you I, have to have park admission. Yeah, and you have park admission and everything else. And you're like, yeah, I really want to go for the one contemporary. Yeah, beer, wine, cordials, a bar, you know, uh, yeah. I do like the idea of the dessert cruise, but I would prefer a more private setting mm -hmm. in doing a cruise on one of the... Um, pontoon boats i think i would like the oh yeah if you're paying a hundred dollars a person yeah get a rent a boat rent the boat <laughs> but i think the fairy tale fireworks cruise would be better for families especially if you have small children or oh, like yeah, around yeah. like six to ten six to twelve age range where you're not trying to like hold on to them for dear life as you like storm out of the park out of the fireworks <laughs> with everybody trying not to lose your kid um, sure yeah you know yeah, you're yeah. already it's going to take you right back to the ttc and you're already going to beat everyone getting out of the magic kingdom i would get the pontoon boat folks yeah i, I would i would kind of skip that uh arena rentals reopened last weekend yeah so they're they're out there and available fireworks cruises Rent the boat for the day. I would yeah, I'm getting the 50th fireworks and show and everything else. I'm getting beer. I'm getting sushi, small bites, stuff like that. Yeah, I'm going for that one. I know. That's for me. That's I, for yeah, me. I really I really like that idea. <laughs> I really like that one. We might have to think about that. Yeah, I really for our think trip, so. You know? Like, we have a couple of days uh, of, like, non-park days. Yeah. I, yeah. That's a non-park day type thing. It know? is. You can spend the day at the resort or Disney Springs. Yeah. And, just go back, get ready, and go yeah, enjoy. Like and slept in, got up, you know, went to Disney Springs and got like Earl a sandwich or something for lunch. You know, you had time to do whatever you wanted, go play mini golf or round of golf or whatever, and then you get back to your room, shower, change, get ready, go to this. Usually sleep in when you're at Disney. That's so hard to do. It is. It's very it's hard. very difficult. You want to make every moment that you're there like take advantage of it. You do. <laughs> so when you take a day off, you're kind of like, am I? am I cutting myself off from so much that I could experience it? You got to really think about it. Like I would, I just want to relax. I just want to take it easy. We did that the day after yeah. our wedding. We were like, Oh, we'll just, we won't get to the park till the middle of the day. And we were up at like four in the morning or something, yeah, six something in the morning. Like yeah. And well, we wanted views from the Polynesian as the sun came up. You right. Know, that's and what we, we did. Wanted. We got to see like the parks waking up and the lights turning on yeah. the ferry boats. 
It was awesome. It was and we it. still didn't get to Epcot till like <laughs> one in the afternoon, but we still kick ourselves for not getting to Epcot till that late in the day. Uh, yeah. You know, like the morning yeah. was great, but I wish we had a whole day to do that and it didn't eat into our park time. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> We're committed to doing that more often during our, our vacation. Yes. So it's, it's relaxing and taking it easy. We don't have to do every attraction and just run ourselves to death. You know? It's more enjoyable that way. So yeah, folks, which one do you like? Let us know via email. Send your email to dw60.srsounds.com. Well, let the magic begin. That welcome show that we haven't seen for so long. Uh, rumor is it's going to be returning to the Magic Kingdom for the 50th anniversary of the Walt Disney World Resort. Now, normally it takes place there on the Cinderella Castle stage a few minutes before the park officially opens. Uh, but the Walt Disney World website currently shows performance times starting on October the 1st. So something else that's been missing, that's come back. I'm bitter. Possibly. I'm, st- I'm still bitter. Why are you still bitter? You <laughs> love the train station, yes, don't you? Yes, I yeah, want I the know. train station show. You wanted to be that family. I did. <laughs> Every time the, uh, the train station welcome show comes on, SR, everybody's always... Man, why couldn't we have been that family? I just wanted one opportunity to be that family. <laughs> well, and it's it also has a special place because that's a song that, you know, like when your mom busts into your room singing in the morning, morning wake you up. That's morning. what the song my mom sings my entire life. My brother will tell you the same thing. Yeah. You know, everyone has like that song that whatever. That was my mom. It's just so catchy, though. It's so catchy. Yeah. So, of course, uh, naturally. It's all pure magic. Yeah, that's my favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm glad that there's, you know, word that Let the Magic Begin could come back, but gosh, I just loved that train yeah. station show. I know. Oh, well, times change. I think it also has something to do with the um, mayor of Main Street not being there anymore. That's true, yeah. yeah. Last week, we talked about how Star Wars Rise of the Resistance was temporarily going to not be using the queue system, uh, the virtual queue system, I'm sorry, in order to get on the attraction. They would go with with a more traditional uh, way of getting on the attraction. That's fighting your way to get on, pretty much. <laughs> you know, <laughs> running at rope drop. I know, right? Well, like yeah. everyone else. Yesterday was the first day for that uh, normal standby queue. It reminds me of, uh, you're like, back in my day. <laughs> back in way back when. We had to run to get to the ride. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that, that that was very interesting to watch yesterday. Uh, at one time, a little over three hours standby queue for Rise of the Resistance. That's what we said. Yeah. We were, we were pretty close. Mm-hmm. Uh, the line and the queue area just did kind of weave through uh, Galaxy's Edge and out towards that area you were talking about and everything. Uh, but everybody said things were very organized. Cast members and Disney were ready to, you know, pretty much uh, lead the entire herd of Disney guests as to where they needed to go. They, they were very prepared. That's how it was when I was yeah. there for Toy Story Land. I went on the third day that it opened, and that's exactly how it was. It was cast members were taking the group of people and leading them back there. Oh, yeah. We talked about it being three hours at the beginning of the day. Um, We have some friends that are there right now, and they are saying they went after they went to dinner at Boma, and she said it was under an hour. That's not bad. Mm-mm. Not I thought I would wait 55 minutes in a heartbeat. The way they did it was really good because they had cast members uh, standing uh, in a line. Every five feet, you would have a cast member you know, with their hands out like this. 
wide mm-hmm. and just kind of corralling people in a certain direction to get to Galaxy's Edge and then you start the queue process. And then later on in the day when I checked uh, the wait times, mm-hmm. it was like 55 minutes. Yeah. And then a 45 minute wait for Runaway Railway. Well, and I think so. when we, even when we had our boarding group and I got called, we still waited 45, 55 minutes. Most so, likely. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember exactly how much it was, but it was about an hour. Now, is this going to continue for X amount of time? Hard to say. Yeah. It's 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 like we talked about last week. It's going to be an off and on thing. Disney will decide as to when they need to do it. You had mentioned most likely we'll see virtual queue come back during the holiday period. Mm-hmm. Christmas, New Year's. Yeah, stuff like that. Rest of the time, probably a standby queue. Yeah. You decide whether or not you want to do it early in the day or whether you want to do it late in the day. It just depends on the time of year you're there. I'd much. probably get in line right before it closes, right before the park closes. That's a good idea. Yeah. So that you're not spending your park three hours of your park day in <laughs> yeah. line. That's a good point. But also, uh, what has come up is that Star Wars Rise of the Resistance has been added to the list of attractions that are going to be available for early park entry for Disney's Hollywood Studios, and that is going to start on October the 1st as part of the world's most magical celebration. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, so you get that 30 minutes early entry for park uh, resort guests into a Walt Disney World theme park. So you'll be using that 30 minutes uh, just to get in line for Rise of the Resistance. Just to get back to Galaxy's End. Do not go to Starbucks. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Go straight to Rise of Resistance and get it over with. Get it done. Well, see if the line is like out of the queue line. What you do is you have your husband stand in line. You go get Starbucks. <laughs> so that's going to be my job. Mm-hmm. Well, you always always order for me. Mm-hmm. So that I think that, that works. works. I'll go stand in line for Rise of Resistance. We did for um, Pandora. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. I was Good like, point. all right, I'll be right back. <laughs> the shortest line we waited in all night. It is the shortest line. It is. It is. Uh, as far as yesterday's, you know, crowds for all of this, you know, mm-hmm. the parking lot arrival, not too bad. Um, at one time, there was a significant wait to get into the parking lot of Disney's Hollywood Studios. Uh, but early in the morning was not too bad. And the, they did have a rope drop area over there by Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular uh, heading towards uh, Star Tours. Mm-hmm. And they made a quick announcement, uh, and then cast members let people through. Nobody ran. Good. It was just a nice, brisk walk, <laughs> if that's what you want to call it, to make it over into that area, uh, which was uh, very... I was very proud of Disney. It was very organized, looked very safe, and, you know, I think everybody that probably wanted to ride Rise of the Resistance got to yesterday. Yeah. And I'm sure it'll be the same today. Now... Come this next weekend, whole different ball game, folks. I think they'll probably cap the line at some point. They're going to have to. I feel like usually when it gets to like four or five hours, cut it off. I could see it getting that, getting that big. There's a good possibility that that could probably happen. We'll just have to wait and see. Like we said, it's only seven days away, folks. I mean, Hollywood Studios and Animal Kingdom are not going to be as crowded. That's true. Well, but you'll have, uh, yeah, you'll have the people that don't want to be at Magic Kingdom and don't want to be at Epcot those days either. Good time to go to the other parks. That'd probably be us. That'd probably be us. (laughs) More Disney news coming up after the break here on DW60. So, you want to win cool Disney stuff from the Sorcerer Radio Sash? 
Did I win? What color am I? Tell you guys me are I for a winner? I, I want it so bad. Just visit www.srsounds.com for contests, news, reviews, and personalities from around the world. Disney World. Visit srsounds.com. And follow us on Twitter at srsounds. Sorcerer Radio. All Disney music. All day long. srsounds.com. Are you listening to a radio station that sounds like this? listen to a radio station that sounds like this. It's Sorcerer Radio, srsounds.com. Are you a park opener? Maybe you love the smell of pirate water. Here at Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company, we're a little sweet on Gaston, and we think you might be too. Bring these magically inspired scents to your home, or it could be off with your head. Magically scent your world at magicallyscented.com. Sorcerer Radio listeners, be sure to use the code SOR20 to get 20% off your next magically scented order. Tired of missing out on free dining and special park openings? Looking to keep your finger on the pulse of all things Disney? Well, we've got you covered. EarsAlert.com has up-to-date news, deals, and information from the very best Disney news sources. Visit EarsAlert.com and download our iOS or Android app to get immediate updates whenever a Disney news story breaks. Visit EarsAlert.com today. Hey, this is AJ for the D-Plus Club, where we cover all things Disney+. Plus. Each week, I'll bring you the latest news and rumors, as well as what's new and what's coming soon to the Disney streaming service in the US and in the UK. And each week, we have a weekly movie club. However, on October 3rd, I'll be joining some of the Sorcerer Radio hosts for a Walt Disney World 50th anniversary live stream over on the Sorcerer Radio YouTube channel. So between September 27th and October 10th, we'll be watching a goofy movie. Share your thoughts in the weekly movie club room in the sorcerer radio discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord and i'll feature some of your comments in this week's podcast you can find the d plus club on all major podcasting platforms with new episodes every sunday see you there DW60's Breath Row here on Sorcerer Radio, where it's all Disney music all day long. You can listen on srsounds.com. We got more news. Got more news to look at. How many times have you probably, did you say, in your head, just ballpark figure, that you have had the opportunity to see the electric water pageant, which has been around since day one? I don't know. Oh, no, 20 or 30 times, probably. At least. Yeah. Yeah. Because you have a tendency to see it, you know, every single time you leave the Magic Kingdom every single night. And I like it. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I like the music. The music, it still sounds like it's from the 70s, Mm -hmm. but it's been updated, you know, but honestly, I would be extremely upset if they ever changed the music to the electric water pageant. Mm-hmm. I can't ever see it really changing to more of a, you know, traditional type of sound or you know, anything else. Yeah, like digital type of sound. Yeah, yeah. It's just... 
It's just one of those other things us, you know, hardcore Disney fans do not ever want to change. No, it's one of those it's you know. it's one of those sounds and those tracks that I can close my eyes and I'm at Disney. You know. And then you can see it from so many different locations. It's mm-hmm. not just necessarily over at the Magic Kingdom. You can see it over at the Polynesian. You can see it at the Contemporary. You can see it at the Grand Floridian. And it's it's just one of those things. And then we talk about, well, change. Well, no, it's not really changing, but... It's an addition. There is an addition coming because Disney did announce that the electric water pageant is going to be joining in on the world's most magical celebration and they're going to add some new scenes Mm -hmm. which include uh, cinderella castle notification thank you from disney (laughs) (laughs) Uh, which is really cool it it looked like a it's like an outline of the castle right and it has the 50 in the middle exactly Yeah. yeah But it says new celebratory scenes featuring a version of the celebration anthem song, The Magic is Calling, which is uh, kind of, you know, ending everything. So is that is that full change of the song? Is that what we're looking at here? No, I think it's just an addition. Just a new scene. I hope I I really hope they're not doing it. (laughs) I'm worried. I hope that the Magic is Calling song is done in the style of the Electrical Water Pageant. I hope at the very, I'm thinking it's going to be at the very, close to the very end. Mm -hmm. And so they'll just change the soundtrack up and just add that portion. Yeah. Kind of like they did with The Little Mermaid and a couple of other songs that they put in there. Mm Mm-hmm. So. I think, well, yeah. I hope it's second to last. Second to last would be cool. Because the last one is always the the American flag and the stars. and Yeah. So I'm worried, but I'm not worried at the same time. I'm I thinking you're going to stay head. traditional with it. It's in your head right I now. Can it? It, yeah. You can hear it. Heck yeah. Oh, goodness. Uh, so we, I just mentioned The Little Mermaid. And mm-hmm. speaking of which, Voyager Little Mermaid, yet to reopen over at Disney's Hollywood Studios. It has been closed down since the COVID-19 shutdown last year. Mm-hmm. Has not reopened. Well, rumors have, you know, been kind of going around that the show would be closed permanently. It just would not come back at all. And here we are, even this long, Disney has remained silent about the show, even a year later. How many times have you seen that? Voyage of the Little Mermaid? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, goodness gracious. A lot. Really? Yeah. I've gone once. Yeah, I've seen it a lot. Considering The Little Mermaid is one of my favorite Disney movies. Yeah. You guys, and your don't, don't crucify me on that. Yeah, you yeah. and your sister are really yeah. like. I took uh, our middle niece. Everyone else went on Rock and Roller Coaster, and I don't think she was tall enough. Oh, yeah. And so her and yeah. I, or Tower of Terror, one of them. And her and I went to Voyage of the Little Mermaid, and that was the first and only time <laughs> that I've seen was it. Was it? Yeah. I, I love it. I, I didn't know what. I don't. I didn't know. It wasn't what I expected, but I didn't know what I was expecting. It's different. It It is different. I think a lot of people have kind of lost the allure. Yeah, a little bit because you now have a Little Mermaid over in the Magic Kingdom, a full attraction and everything with the songs and everything. Mm -hmm. Does it make sense to get rid of Voyage of the Little Mermaid show? It kind of does. Well, now you have the Frozen show. Yeah. The sing-along. So, I, I get it. 
if it were to go away, I do understand. Mm-hmm. But what they have, what Disney has done, is the wait time in the Fast Pass Plus sign has been completely removed from the entrance of the attraction. Now, this could be for two reasons. It could be because the show is just going to remain closed. It's never going to open again. Or it could be it's getting a brand new sign because of the lightning lane and everything else that's mm-hmm. you know being implemented into the parks. We don't know. We'll find out as time goes on. In the meantime, it, with the sign being removed, what they decided to do is they turned that outside area into a relaxation area. That's out of the sun, nice and cool. Go somewhere if there's a storm in Florida, which normally there is in the afternoon, stuff like that, you know. But yeah, and it's it's so it's still the outdoor queue area. It's not indoors. It's not air conditioned. Exactly. It's just the yeah. undercover area, and they put some benches. When I see that they're doing something like this, it makes me think about what they used to have as far as relaxation stations. And I really want those to come back. Yeah, that's what I, when I first saw this, that's what I thought it was. Yeah. I was like, cool. <laughs> In yeah. so many ways. <laughs> yeah. I was like, great. Because even though the one that we went to over in Epcot was, you know, normally a restaurant. Mm-hmm. It was just nice to go in there, sit. And I know you can do this at quick service locations, but it's usually so crowded and loud and everything else. The relaxation station that we went to in Epcot, it was quiet. There was nobody in there. There three other people. And we sat there and drank our margaritas, and we were so just, it felt so good. I can't remember if we talked about this or not, but that relaxation station that we were in is now a lounge floor for people who have Florida Blue health insurance. No kidding. Yeah, and you can go in, you gotta show, you know, a digital copy of your card or your insurance card or whatever. And if you have Florida Blue, you can go in there and they have fruits and healthy snacks and juices and waters and crackers and all this stuff and you can sit in there and relax and eat your snacks and No kidding. Yeah. I love it. I don't have Florida Blue. (laughs) Which I did. I would love to check that out. But I, th- I do. I think that's something Disney needs to consider bringing back, especially these spaces like Voyage of the Little Mermaid, Mer- Voyage of the Little Mermaid over Mermaid. Hollywood Studios uh, as a relaxation station for guests. Because uh, there are some great seats in there, you mm-hmm. know, theater seats, be able to sit and just cool off for a little. Utilize the space for something. Mm-hmm. Don't just let it sit there and collect dust. Yeah. Because that's basically what they're doing. They'd have to staff it. You know, that's why they don't have to staff outdoor benches. That's not a lot of people. Come on. Do it, Disney. Come on. Think of something. Lermaid. (laughs) The Lermaid. The Lermaid. (laughs) Last week, we also told you how over at Disney's Animal Kingdom, that construction walls had gone up around Primeval World. We did not know what was going to be happening. It was... just because they didn't want people getting near and whatever. We had no idea. Well, guess what? Now we we know. know. We know now. <laughs> because Primeval World is currently being demolished. It is being brought to the ground by, you know, wrecking balls and bulldozers. And it's it's gone. It's just gone. It's another one I've never done. You ain't messing much. Mm-mm. You can go to your state fair and ride the same attraction. <laughs> That's kind of my thinking. I was like, yeah. well, I've done a ride just like that. Yeah. I already have whiplash. I haven't even been on it. So I pose the question again. Is this the start of a complete refit of and, and, and 
not a re-theming, but a, a different type of theming for that area of Dino Land USA. Mm-hmm. I believe so. You got some carnival games. You got a nice little merchandise shop. Well, we've talked before about yeah. Indiana Jones. We've talked before about Zootopia. I would love Zootopia. I think it would fit. It doesn't fit Dino Land. No, no, no. It would fit Animal Kingdom. But Animal Kingdom, yes. Yeah. Maybe, Indiana Jones, I would love. Maybe Luca? I, I just don't, don't need to see that. I have not seen Luca yet. I haven't either. That still needs to happen. That may have to happen sometime this weekend. But, you know, originally Animal Kingdom was intended to have a mythical creature area. <laughs> well, and no, we don't count dinosaurs. No. So, <laughs> it could happen. I would prefer to see Zootopia over there. I think that would be a great area for it. What, uh, a lot what of attractions? Ooh, I'm going to have to watch the movie again and get back to you on that one. Uh, I expect a popsicle stand. Oh, yeah. Oh. For the little paw popsicles. Okay. Yes, yes. I like that. The rest of the stuff that's over there, it can go too. I don't think it needs to stick around. Disney needs to do something different with that area because it's normally just not very busy over there at all. I mean, and everything just needs a retheme. You have um, a quick service. You have, um, there's like a little bar over there. You have an ice right. cream stand. You have a gift shop. I like, I enjoy Dino Land. Like, it's just kitschy and it's fun. Um, but there's so much, they're pushing so much IP in the parks that it's something, something else is coming. Has to be. Has to be. Has to be. So. Nicole's looking into her crystal ball again. <laughs> <laughs> Disney did announce that the new Coco scene that a lot of people have been seeing over at Disneyland is now going to be coming uh, to the Magic Kingdom when it comes to um, Mickey's Magic. And it's going to start in the Magic Kingdom on November the 12th as part of the world's most magical celebration. Now, the film's fun, upbeat music and characters combined with the humor of Donald Duck marks the first time Disney and Pixar animators have worked on a creative endeavor where characters from both animation studios will be seen together on screen. This is, I just love the sound of this. I want more of it. Yeah. I want Monsters, Inc. I just want more Coco. But that thing back where it came from, so help me, so help me. It like fits because the hat and the, yeah. It does. I agree. Mm -hmm. I agree. Uh, Because the music is such an integral part of this show. Uh, Disney says, we were also fortunate to tap into one of the film's original composers, the world-renowned Germain Franco, to produce a Coco score unique for Mickey's Magic. Mm. Guests will enjoy this new scene alongside all the show's current fan favorite musical numbers. And now it's time to put on those opera glasses and let the show begin, as Disney says. Very excited about this. We did get, you know, kind of a uh, the digital version of Mickey's Philhar Magic a few years back, mm-hmm. upgraded from what it used to be. It looks so much better on the screens now and everything else. I did see a quick, what, 15, 20 seconds off of a YouTube video we watched a few days ago yeah. of Coco at Mickey's Philhar Magic. Looks great. Mm-hmm. Looks really great. And when you add the song and everything else with the movie, it's going to fit wonderfully. So I hope everybody has an opportunity to see it real soon. I know I will. Disney Imagineer Zach Ridley, this guy's everywhere on social media. He shared a first look at the Beacons of Magic nighttime look for Spaceship Earth. Have you seen this? I love it. Wow. 
am I sensing that we can do patterns on Spaceship Earth now with these lights? So I've seen videos, and yeah, it just looks like one big LED screen, basically. It with does. All the lights. Yeah. And they were, you know, doing um, animations and not like characters or anything in particular, but just things were moving yeah like basically it looks like it was projected on there but it's not and then i also saw the ceiling that goes over the entrance to creation shop and club cool also has these beacons of light and the day that that creation shop and club cool opened at night there the imagineers towards the end of the park day were playing with it (laughs) <laughs> they were playing, hitting it with the buttons and everything. They were like everything. testing yeah. it out, yeah. And I was like, oh. Off, on, off, yeah. on. <laughs> Red, please. Off, green. on, off, on. And I think this, yeah. coupled with the, remember when they finished the entrance to Epcot? Yeah. And they had the light that goes around the perimeter of that entrance area? Mm-hmm. yeah. I think when all of that's together with the, like, pillars and it's going to look awesome. I don't know about you, but this makes me want to... And I said this back when they first talked about the Beacons of Light. It makes me want to run to Dollar Tree and buy a bunch of those stick-up lights that you can put <laughs> in like your cabinets. pop-on lights, yeah. yeah. and put them all over the house. <laughs> just pop on. <laughs> just pop, pop on. on. I wish they... You know, put they a Mickey like, on my garage or something. And then they had, like, the clapper, that for Spaceship Earth. <laughs> like, clap, clap, clap on. Clap, clap on, off. Oh, yeah. Clap on your Mickey face on your garage, you know. What if they remember how they had? Um, I don't know what it was for. Fantasmic, or and they had the ears that lit up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They had that for wishes. Oh, is that they? what it was for? I think that's because it was there with the Magic Kingdom they were doing it, and then they also did it for Fantasmic as well. I remember World you of to... Color had that over yes. at Disney California Adventure. Yeah. yeah, I remember you used to be able to go in Hollywood Studios, and there was a gift shop, and you could stand in the window. And there was like, it looked like a mirror, but yeah. it would put different ear hats on you. Oh, yeah. yeah. They had the, the they had the ears and they also had the wands. Yes. With the Mickey hand on it and everything. Mm-hmm. Those were cool. Never got either one of them. Mm-mm. They were kind of pricey, though. Yeah. Thing. It's, it's cooler to watch the rest of the crowd than it is. <laughs> to participate. You like, well, you can't see it on your own head. That's true. Yeah. And it was interactive at home, too, I believe. Mm-hmm. I think. I can't remember. Somebody chat, let me know. Was it interactive at home? I think it was. Uh, now, Zachary Lee also said, we are only a few weeks away from our stunning reveal of our new Spaceship Earth lighting as part of Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary celebration. As I shared recently, our Imagineers are working behind the scenes to finalize the programming of this experience. As much as I love the decorations on Cinderella Castle, as much as much as I'm looking forward to seeing the brand new nighttime spectacular that's going to be going on during all this, I'm more excited to hear the brand new music and see this brand new entrance for Epcot than anything else. And that's just me because Epcot is my jam. Mm-hmm. I love me some Epcot. I do. You know, I could spend. So much time at. I have yet to see the monolith there in front of Spaceship Earth. I haven't got to see it yet. Well, yeah, when we were there, we could see the top of it, but they weren't taken down yet. Like yeah. the walls weren't taken Construction down. Construction walls were still And they up. came down like days later. And that seems to be the, like the trend <laughs> with every time we go within a couple of days, something opens up, something happens. And we were like, gosh, we were just a couple days away. Like your friend Haley. Mm-hmm. She's at Walt Disney World right now. Yep. And yesterday... She sends us pictures 
of food there at Boma because Boma opened up like a day and a half after we left yeah. back in August. Well, you know, there's yeah. a solution to that, right? What? I don't even want to ask what the solution is. What is the solution? To we that? just we just don't leave. We just don't. We move <laughs> and we just don't leave. We just don't ever leave. We don't have to go home because that is home. You ain't got to go home, but you can't stay here. That's what they tell you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You can't Our stay in the park. High school football games. Is you that what they would say? Home. Yeah, but you can't stay here. No, that's what I heard at the bars when I used to DJ. That's what I tell people. <laughs> ain't got to go home, but you can't stay here. Drink your last beer. Okay. Anyway. 4 a.m. in Chicago. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. We've got a birthday coming up after the break here on DW60. Ready for some fun in the Disney parks? Don't forget your Sorcerer Radio gear. The Sorcerer Radio Shop has everything you need to show your SR pride in the parks. Pins, shirts, hats, and more. Before you begin your vacation, stop by the Sorcerer Radio Shop at srsounds.com slash shop. Are you looking for some fun on Facebook with fellow Disney fans? Then you need to join the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone. The Fun Zone is an exclusive online gathering place where young and old alike can come and share their love of all things Disney in a family-friendly atmosphere. It'll also be your place for exclusive downloads, images, giveaways, and more. Join us online by going to Facebook.com and searching for Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone. That's the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone, part of Sorcerer Radio, srsounds.com. Visit DVC rental.com save up to 60 percent on deluxe accommodations for more click the banner at srsounds.com be sure to check out wdwdailynews.com wdw daily news provides articles and other information about the walt disney company and more be sure to follow them on twitter at wdw daily news a proud partner of sorcerer radio bringing more people together than ever before at one happy place srsounds.com download sorcerer radio's mobile app today and hear the magic from your iphone ipad or android device srsounds.com do you have a disney related business or product and would like help getting the word out become a sponsor of social radio today for more information please contact our business office via email at sponsors at srsounds.com Welcome back. It's CW60 with Jeff and Nicole here on Sorcerer Radio. All Disney music all day long. SRSounds.com. Don't forget about the SRN Top 10 where you hear the top 10 most voted on songs that play on Sorcerer Radio. Every Monday morning, 8 a.m. Eastern Time. If you want to vote for a song, you can do so by downloading the Sorcerer Radio app for both Apple and Android devices. Or you can vote over on the website, SRSounds.com as well. Something we didn't mention uh, during the news that I just came to mind during the break. More Walt Disney World 50th merchandise came out this past week. I was blowing your phone up. Like, <laughs> just out of nowhere. I'm at work. I'm like, oh, look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Because like, do you work? Do you? What do you like, do? What do you do at work? What are paying you to do? And it's all of those notifications you're getting. That alerts you to all the stuff. So she's sending me just one picture after another, one picture after another, and everything else. And Three coffee cups. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's like, I want this cup. I want this cup. And she started showing me their this Nike hat that they have. It's fantastic. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, a hat and a polo. There's a hat and a polo. The hat is like $45. Yeah. How much was the polo? 70 $70. 
I feel like that's normal for a Nike polo. For a polo, I would say yeah. But there was a t-shirt that I did like as well. Mm-hmm. It was simple gray t-shirt and had a blue partner statue on the chest. How many new items would you say that they came out with for the 50th? Oh, Just over 100. At least? Oh, yeah. Everything from ears, Crocs. spirit jersey, Crocs, magic bands. Yeah, pins. Ma- um, Did we see phone cases? Cool. Yes. Phone cases as Pop well. sockets, um, shirts, sweatshirts, you know, PJs, silk PJs. Those are awesome. Silk PJs? Yeah. Well, oh, they're probably wow. not silk. Probably like rayon or polyester. But still, but I mean. They're like that silky material. Um, so. Like when I go back to my room, I don't have time to put on PJs. I literally just fall down onto the bed in the clothes I'm wearing because I'm so tired. But I bet you when you get home, they're probably really nice to wear. Well, they just make you feel like Disney. How many mugs did you actually want? Two. There were two? Mm-hmm. I think that's fair considering that my hat is 45 and my polo is 70. There's one that I really want and there's one that is cool and I feel like I want it because like everyone wants it, which is like the Starbucks one, the purple one. Makes sense. But I have so many Starbucks cups. Folks, you have no idea how many. So I worked there, right? I worked there. So I (laughs) just have so many of them. Um, But the like actual coffee mug. Yeah. That I do want that. Now with the new merchandise that has come out, is pre 50th merchandise still available too? I think so. I would hope so because I did not get that corksicle a tumbler yeah. that we saw and I still want it. So I'm hoping it's still available when we go again. And I don't, I don't think that every piece of 50th merchandise is going to be bought up. You know, it's just not. So you'll see bits and pieces of the character warehouse. I can guarantee. I really hope that. And, and when we talk about this new merchandise, a lot of people were talking, you know, the eBay, eBay sellers uh, were out there, you know, grabbing two of everything that they could. I still think Disney needs to continue to modify this part of, you know, the buying process to where when you have certain items like backpacks and purses and stuff like that, it needs to be one per person. Two per person. Because I don't see as many out. There aren't as many available that are sitting out on the floor. Two per person, I think is fine, but it's hard when it's two per person and then they let you get two extra smalls, two smalls, two mediums, two larges, two extra larges. There's another part that I think needs to change. Yeah. 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 I agree with that. Because... But it's hard. Like if you have a larger family, like say we were going when we usually travel in a large group where it's like us, your sisters, their husbands, their kids, like me and both of your sisters all wear the same size shirt. You know, like we (laughs) that'd be three. Well, at the same then each person would have to go up and make the purchase themselves. Yeah. But that would keep these, you know, eBay sellers who are selling these things at astronomical prices from grabbing an extra one. I think you know? it's just going to make them take longer at checkout because they're just going to ring them up in different transactions. I think that's how they get away with it now. They need to fix that. They need to fix it somewhere. I don't know how to fix it. I have no idea, but you need yeah, to fix I mean, it. Like, it's just yeah. ridiculous. But yeah, really cool 50th merchandise. Really impressed by it. Well, some of it's just really way too expensive Yeah. at the same time. Only one birthday to mention this week. We had no new Disney Park magical moments to talk about. We had no brand new uh, don't do that segment to do this week. Two birthdays. Oh, no, just one. Just one. Okay. Just one. Uh, So people were good at the Disney Parks this past week. So I will. Hey. Hey, Good for you. Good for you. Nice job. Uh, But yeah, so we still need those magical moments to come in. Send a voice memo to DW60 at SRSounds.com with your 
Disney Parks magical moments. We'd love to share those with everybody. But one birthday to get to this week. Uh, birthday email says September 21st is a Patreon member birthday. Uh, Derek Holtz, also known as D Holtz 318, celebrating a birthday. I do have another birthday. Oh, you do? Yeah, oh, it's cool. Email. It's from Pat well, Riley. Well, we still have to give Derek. Oh, his, yes, yes. His uh, heck yeah, of course. Heck yeah. And some sparkles for Derek as well. Yay! Happy birthday, Derek. Hope you have a fantastic one. What you got? And thanks for being a Sorcerer Radio Patreon member. Most definitely. Uh, this email came from Pat Riley. said, my wife is a huge fan of your show and everything Disney. Her birthday is on the 20th, so it's earlier this week. He said, but if you could please give her a happy birthday on your Friday show, that would definitely make her day. So uh, happy birthday. Happy, 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 happy birthday. Heck yeah. Hope you have a great one. Thank you so much. You've got a birthday, an anniversary, or anything else that uh, you want to mention here on the show? You can do so by sending your email to us. Send your email to DW60 at srsounds.com. So for everybody celebrating your birthday this week, this message is for you. Hiya, pals. We heard it was somebody's birthday. Oh, Mickey, I love birthdays. Me too. <laughs> and guess what? Donald and Daisy brought a special cake for you. Oh, great idea, Donald. Ready, everyone? On the count of three. One, two, three. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Happy, happy birthday to you! That's the news. And thanks for stopping by. Sorcerer Radio. SRSounds.com We want to thank everybody for checking out DW60 this week, whether you're listening to the live version of the show, which is playing on Sorcerer Radio, or you're listening to the podcast version. We definitely appreciate all of our listeners. Where can they find us on social media? You can find us on Facebook and the DW60 Press Row Facebook page. You can find us in the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone group. You can find us in the Sorcerer Radio Discord. We chat live during the show every Friday morning. If you'd like a link, uh, an invite link to the Sorcerer Radio Discord, please reach out. We'll be happy to get that to you. You can also find us on Instagram at DW60 Press Row. And we're on TikTok every once in a blue moon. And I just want to throw this out there. I got a spin bike and Peloton membership or like membership app. So I think I'm DW60 Nicole. Uh, DW60 Presser Nicole. Somewhere around there. Um, and you can find me on there and we can ride the Disney Peloton rides together. Oh, that is good. You didn't tell me about that. I mean, you can use it too. This is the first I've heard about it, folks. About the Disney I, stuff. Yeah, about yeah. the Disney stuff and everything. <laughs> you did not tell me about that. That's pretty cool. Hope you all have a fantastic weekend. We are going to because... We're having some very wonderful fall weather here in South Mississippi right now. You know now. we got to give you a weather update. We are loving it, <laughs> by the way. Nights are in like the 50s, mm-hmm. the high 70s for like the daytime. So it's beautiful outside, so we're going to get out and enjoy it. I'm going to play some golf and just it's going to be a nice relaxing weekend. Yeah. And we hope that you all have a nice and relaxing weekend as well. Like I mentioned earlier, DW60's Press Row podcast is now available on 
Amazon Music. Uh, So if you want to use that Amazon device, it's over in the corner. I'm not going to mention her name, but just say her name and say, play DW60's Press Road Podcast, and she will bring it up for you. And of course, you can use the Amazon app. And of course, we almost really have every single podcasting platform covered. Mm-hmm. So we're pretty much everywhere that you listen to podcasts, the show is now available. So we hope you check it out and make sure to give us those five-star ratings over on Apple Podcasts. It definitely helps out. Tell your you friends. Tell your friends and spread the word. Spread the magic. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, this is Sorcerer Radio, all Disney music all day long, srsounds.com, and have a magical day. Thank you.